Hey guys, this is Nell, and you're listening to episode 13 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I am Jane, and this is my voice this week. Hello. Hey guys, this is Liz, and we have a very special guest in the podcast studio today, aka the front living room. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you say hi to the folks? Oh, hey, it's Nell here. Should I be known as Taco Nell, or (laughs) like... (laughs) I feel like that might end up somewhere, so we'll just go for Nell right now. Um, This is Taco Nell, and she is our third sister. The youngest of the three. So she is the... She completes our Taco Trinity. (laughs) Um, And so she'll be joining us this week because this week is her birthday. Birthday. It's your birthday, my dad buried me inside the booty club. Okay, maybe not there. <laughs> maybe like a nice seaside resort or... Inside the Louis store. Maybe a library. <laughs> so guys, this is episode 13 of Tacos and Tales. And not only is it episode 13, but it's coming out on... Tuesday, November 13th. 13th. Which, incidentally, is their sister's birthday. Woo! Insert applause. <laughs> yeah! And, um, fun fact, we're recording on Sunday, which is 11-11. So, so to lots those... of numerology for all of you friends that believe in that. Um, for as superstitious as I am, I don't believe in it. <laughs> I do. Um, but I absolutely do. In fact, as an accounting-type person, I've always been... <laughs> I never ever type like six six six. I don't even say it in chronological. I don't say in it sequence. in sequence like that. I'll type two sixes and then one six. I just can't do it. <laughs> two sixes and then two 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 six. <laughs> Absolutely yes. <coughs> hmm, that's funny. I feel like I don't have any kind of like quirks like that regarding. I think that you do you don't really think that you do and so then it's just like you hmm. think what is normal to the spider is chaos to the fly hmm. okay. morticia adams <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i thought maybe you'd gotten some toilet paper of the day <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna get you that for your birthday <laughs> We'd use it. I think walter would like that <laughs> walter is taco brother-in-law <laughs> Taco husband, if you will. Mm-hmm. Taco hubby. Taco hub. <laughs> Taco Bill. Taco Bill, brother-in-law. Oh, my God. And so, it being our 13th episode, you'll have to forgive me if I don't sound as sexy as I usually do. <laughs> uh, um, we're going to be talking about the significance of number 13 um, 
Just the creepiness of the number, if I'm honest with you. But there's nothing really wrong with it. I was actually born on Friday the 13th, uh-huh. literally Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. It does not more. bother me at all. <laughs> it should, and more about that later on in the episode. It's funny because I have two friends that have birthdays on the 13th. My best friend from high school, uh, her birthday is October the 13th. Hey, Danielle. <laughs> So, I think to start us off with the episode, I'm going to give you guys, you know, I love to be like the hist- historian of the podcast. So, I'm going to give you I'll y'all, be the treasurer. <laughs> I'm going to give y'all uh, some history about the number 13. So, fear of the number 13 or triskaidekaphobia. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Remember when they're on, on friends when they're like mm-hmm. If you suffer from triscidecophobia, you're afraid of the number 13. No. No, triscuits. <laughs> oh, triscuits. <laughs> what episode is that? When they're playing um, the bam- game. B- oh, you've been bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they tend to leave me out of their friends' references, even though I do know them. <laughs> so the word triskaidekaphobia comes from the Greek words for fear and 13. Okay. Okay. And the term was coined between, I read one article that said 1910 and one that said 1930. So I'm going to say between 1910 and 1930. <laughs> a good little 20 year <laughs> gap for you. By a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to write his name down. <laughs> Sorry, friend. Um, so, some believe that the fear of the number 13 comes from Norse mythology, um, that when 12 gods were together and a 13th arrived, one god would end up dead and destruction followed. Many believe that the 13th god was Loki. The god of mischief, uh-huh. for those of you who are not up to date on comics and whatnot. If you're not up to date on history. Nordic history, name Nordic history, name <laughs> Um. So then, that's like the oldest reference, since those are like the pagan gods, the gods that are older than the Christian god. Right. Um, <coughs> the Christians believe that at the Last Supper... Either Jesus sat in the 13th seat, or, and that's why the number 13 is cursed, or oh, that man. Judas was the last one to arrive at the supper, thus Oof. making him the 13th guest. Oh, my God. Wow. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, the Biblia, Judas was the one that betrayed Jesus. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Twice. Yes. And it was the Romans that killed him. I actually just learned that. I mean, learned the actual story because I, I was always a little bit confused because i was like how does the vatican come into play we're talking about like you know the holy city because I, I thought that he died there but he did not hmm huh so where does the why is the vatican in the vatican city well when i looked it up it was basically like it has always like before the time it was always considered like sacred land um it's also where St. Peter was crucified upside down. Um, For those of you who don't know, that was a really crazy fact. But Jesus actually died in Jerusalem. And if I'm not correct, I'm so sorry for you people listening. They're like, that's totally wrong. (laughs) 
but I looked it up because I was so confused. Um, well, no, I think you're you're right because there's that whole like um, pathway where he walked or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Is it the Trail of Tears or is that something else? That's definitely American history. That's definitely oh, okay. when Andrew Jackson literally like brought all the Indians and they all. I had just had so much Ameri- the Native American. Sorry. I was just so trying have, to get us hashtag cancer. I have so many historical facts in my brain that sometimes they get jumbled. <laughs> and and so, this has gone way too far. And anyway, so the <coughs> book of Revelation chapter 13 deals with the Antichrist and the coming of the beast. Okay, so I can see where like oh, Christians geez. would associate the thir- number 13 oh. with evil and, and stuff. So fast forward to the late... <laughs> 17th century um there arose a superstition about 13 people sitting at a table and i guess it was kind of like a not a hysteria but just like an outbreak of people like a hysteria yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay a mini hysteria <laughs> it's like a phenomenon but it's not a phenomenon so if you sit at a table if 13 people sit at one table one person will die within a year. And that was like what everybody was believing all of a sudden. There was no known no known origin as to why at that time it became like this huge thing. I think I read that um because like the statistics really were that um high, like a high probability of death just because there was so much like disease and stuff. Huh. Hey. so i I did read that somewhere and i'm so sorry if you're listening on your headphones i literally just cleared out my whole sinus cavity (laughs) so this man named captain william fowler he started a club called the 13th club and they would um it was really easy for him to find 12 people he had a hard time finding that 13th person because basically what the club was going to do was that they'd meet on the 13th of every month to sit 13 people to a table kind of to disprove mm. and tempt mm-hmm. the superstition. Ooh. So before they ate th- their meal, they would all walk under a ladder <laughs> and then they would break mirrors and just kind of do... The wow, he really knew how to have a good time. Yeah, so they kind of just did everything that had to do with superstition kind of to disprove like, no, Mm-mm. this isn't real type no. thing. No, 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 no. Um, and apparently, like, their meals consisted of, their menus were gravestone, grave, um, headstones. headstones, and, like, they would serve their food on little coffin po- bowls, and, what? yeah, it was, like, a very <laughs> macabre little, little group, um, people have way too much time on their hands, <laughs> they got a lot of attention, and supposedly, nothing ever happened to any of the members, but the club was mysteriously disbanded in the early 1920s. Yeah, because they all just dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's creepy. So there's no mention of Friday and the 13th together until the 19th century. Okay. Um, Friday was oh has always thought to be an uh, unlucky day. Friday. Friday. Huh. Because of Good Friday which is when, of course, Jesus was crucified. Um, so put them together, Friday the 13th, and you get, like, this huge culmination of all the unlucky and evil thoughts that people put behind that. So the superstition grew with a book called Friday the 13th that was written in 1907. 
And the book was about a kind of like a Wall Street investor that starts um, kind of playing into the whole Friday the 13th to cause this chaos. Um, Did you know that statistically more murders happen on every Friday the 13th? Wow, it's like you're reading my notes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't have that in my notes. Wow. That's crazy. People lose their minds. It's weird. It is estimated that 17 to 20 million people suffer from triskaidekaphobia. The fear of triscuit. <laughs> they have really sharp edges. <laughs> I was going to say that. Oh, okay. It's like Once we're, again. We're one mind. <laughs> they don't have sharp edges if you put cream cheese on them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Some famous people that suffered from that fear were P.T. Barnum, which is the founder of the Barnum-Bailey Circus, Um, Adolf Hitler, Herbert Hoover, FDR, Mark Twain, Napoleon, and Stephen King. Really? All people who are very out there. We covered in one of our earlier episodes. Hey, Stephen King. (laughs) Send us that check. (laughs) And so he was quoted as saying that when he reads, he will never stop on page 94, 193, or 382 because the digits all add up to the number 13. That is so weird. Isn't that weird? I don't know. Um, The hysteria behind the number 13 is so great that... um, Some architects will not make a... 13th floor. Yes. 80% of the high-rises don't have a 13th floor. Have you ever noticed that? No. Even now I will. Yeah, so <laughs> the next time that you're in a high-rise, get to go into the elevator, if, even if you have no reason to get in there, just to look it up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. They don't have a 13th floor? <coughs> they don't have a 13th floor. It'll just go 12, 14. And I feel like I've noticed that before, but it never really stood out to me. I think I've noticed that, like, in a couple of hotels in Vegas. I I was thinking about Vegas. I need somebody (laughs) out there to go investigate and send us a video. Please report back to us if you (laughs) live in a high-rise. Because I I don't go anywhere near high-rise, so I need to know. (laughs) Travel also significantly decreases on Friday the 13th. Road accidents and medical events increase on Friday the 13th. So weird. It is weird. I guess maybe people are thinking about it. I don't know. Yeah, it could be like a placebo effect. Like, ooh, it's Friday mm-hmm. the 13th. Because on Thursday the 12th, people are like, ooh, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. <laughs> Even if it's in, like, April, they still are like that. Yeah. Um, fun fact, Spanish-speaking countries and Greeks believe that Tuesday, the 13th, is the actual unlucky day. Okay, stop. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's coming. (laughs) It's coming. Maybe I shouldn't go to work. (laughs) Oh, my God, I totally didn't make that association. (laughs) Wow. Our sister. (laughs) Yeah, but, um... Wow, that's crazy. Um, fun fact. <laughs> y'all know how Liz always wants y'all to have fun with her facts. <laughs> um, the next Friday the 13th is not until September, 
which I have read that September is considered an unlucky month. Hmm. Yeah. September of what year? Next year. 2019. Oh. So when I was younger, I would try to flip through the calendars on like somebody's phone like like skip years to see when the next time my birthday would fall on friday the 13th Uh it's like every seven years so it was so it was two years the year that i turned 21 it was on friday so it should be when i turned 28 which if you know me at all that's about two years away and now in 2020 Wow. So this concludes my historical part of my podcast. Great. Thanks for <laughs> segment. sharing. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Yeah. And even like in Spanish, they have like that little saying, um, <clears throat> en martes no te cases ni te embarques. And that's where that comes from. On which Tuesday, means don't get married or, or embark. Leave, or leave. <laughs> Wait, I always travel on Tuesdays because it's cheaper. You know? <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if that's why. Oh. <laughs> Conversely, if I can share a fun fact. I'll allow my fun fact. Thunder to be stolen. <laughs> In Italy, 13 is considered a lucky number. The expression fair tradisi, to do 13, means to hit the jackpot. Oh. So, um, I, but that's really the only place that it's considered like. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Well, here's one thing that always brings us luck. <laughs> Taco, Taco break. break! You're shaking your head. Have you had Cilantro. <laughs> a bad experience with Taco Breaks? <laughs> no, not recently. <laughs> So, for today's taco break, I don't really have a specific taco prepared for you guys. An unprepared taco. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have all shared our favorite taco. So, birthday girl, what is your favorite taco? Hmm. That's kind of hard to talk about just because... <laughs> God, we're doing I- <laughs> I like to make a particular taco that I really, really enjoy. And what it is, is I get a ground chicken and I flavor it with lime and cilantro and chopped up um, jalapenos. So it becomes sort of like a, like a jalapeno lime chicken. And then I put that into corn tortillas and I top it with onions and green salsa so the salsa is normally made from tomatillos which a lot of people always think like always like red salsa but i always buy green salsa because it's a lot more mild and more easy on the stomach which if there's anyone out there who loves salsa and you have problems with red salsa i would highly recommend some green salsa but mild of course hmm interesting is that your favorite taco yeah it is it's perfect it's delicious this one's good. It. I don't understand why we've never had these tacos. Mm-hmm. I just call them my cilantro green tacos. <laughs> sort of. This one's good. What did you think of? Did you hear the last week's episode with the most expensive taco? Mm-hmm. Does crazy? it have gold on it? It has gold flakes. Which, I don't really get that, because I haven't seen that on, like, literally everything. All the all the different little food shows on YouTube and people trying stuff with gold flakes. And does it even have any flavor? 
No. Mm-mm. It's useless. It's just then. for pretentiousism. <laughs> oh my a couple of um, years ago, maybe like two years ago, me and Nell had a taco competition. <laughs> it was just, uh, you were in here, Jane. Okay. Where were you? Why are you being mean? I'm not. I don't know. I'm just stating that you were here. We had a fish taco competition. Um, so we had three judges <laughs> they were all men so maybe it wasn't a fair competition so so we, we each made a taco and i guess everybody was just trying to be nice because <laughs> they didn't really pick a winner what ha- what ended up happening was like well i think i'd have the fish from this taco but With the, the slaw from this taco <laughs> mm-hmm. i do too much uh, yeah. so yeah so they were useless in that <laughs> yeah, but apparently, if we ever wanted to go into business, I would take care of the fish. My set would make the slaw. And I'll make the slaw and the salsa. So. And I'll provide support. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I think we should do another um, top competition. Have y'all done a chili competition? No, we, we haven't. haven't. We haven't. Y'all should. Do 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 do. <laughs> Maybe we'll do another taco competition and um, post it on Instagram. That'd be cute. Yeah. So if you guys want to see us have a taco competition, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> but um, I think that concludes this week's episode of Taco, taco Break. Break. So what story do you have for us today, Jane? Um, today I'm gonna be telling you guys about that moiterer, Mr. Herbert Mullen. Mm-hmm. You've literally been sitting in the same room for me with me for like an hour already. You'll be alright. Just to describe the scene that is unfolding with you guys, <laughs> Nell has covered her mouth with her shirt in an effort to avoid Jane's germs. I'll check back in with you guys later. I'm gonna cough on her. Okay, so Mr. Mullen um, grew up in California. And he was a normal kid, voted most likely to succeed. And after his high school year, his best friend was killed in a very tragic car accident. And um, he kind of lost it and spiraled from there. So he started having delusions and um, started using PC. I'm sorry, LSD. Is that the same thing? Uh -uh. PCP and LSD? I don't think so. I think... PCP is PCP and LSD is LSD. Oh, but yeah. I think there is an LSD absolutely PCP what it is. Combo. I literally know nothing of drugs. <laughs> Me either. In fact, we were cleaning out the cubby, the, we call it the disaster cubby, and I found a little packet of, like, I don't, okay. I don't know what it was. I was like, is this drugs? <laughs> <laughs> well, fun fact. <laughs> Apparently, Nell was super sheltered. <laughs> There, I watched a, um, like an advertisement where they were advertising LSD to housewives or they were giving LSD to housewives. I think it's on YouTube. And you Just can, something to pass the time. You can look it up and they give these housewives LSD and then they describe their experience while on LSD. And it's I hear you. I respect like what they were trying to do, but that's a no from me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's when they came up with that nasty ass fruitcake. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
didn't my people send your people the list of approved workers? <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Damn it, Walter. <laughs> no, we are um, explicit, so. Rated E for <laughs> everything you want is right here, baby. <laughs> the fuck? Where did I get that from? Okay, so he started doing LSD. Yeah, so he started doing LSD as you do. And um, he believed that he needed to murder 13 people to save California from a super earthquake that would send the state um, into the ocean. Hmm. <clears throat> so he began on October 13th, 1972, which incidentally was a Friday the 13th, and ended on February 13th, oh my 1973. Gosh. Sorry. The story that I picked literally... Is from October 13, 1972, but it's not the same story. Oh, my gosh. I know. Chills. (laughs) I guess there was nothing good on TV that day. (laughs) Um, So he became delusional, and he believed that um, his his victims would telepathically agree to be sacrifices, and that he was doing this for the greater good because he felt like the world was becoming overpopulated, and he had to do his part to somehow restore balance to earth so he tried to be in the army and he passed the physical and the mental test but they didn't let him in when they found out that he had like several misdemeanors and um like petty crimes Mm -hmm. um so he wanted to be able to quote unquote legally kill so he wasn't allowed to do so, and then that's when he decided to just go ahead and um, kill. And so he had 13 victims. Well, you have, you have to think, though, like, if he would have been let into the military, if anybody, if anybody would have been killed. Because would he have quenched his thirst for his, you know? I don't know. That's crazy. So, um, oh, so as he spiraled, like, deeper into his delusions, he started just murdering people. His, um youngest victim was seven years old yeah so they asked him like why you know what made you choose your victims and he said that um he just knew that those were the ones and if a rolling rock doesn't think about the ground it just drops so i don't know girl he was on something else yeah so um yeah so even as he um when on trial he still believed that he was doing like he he was for sure that he was going to get off because he knew that um he was doing this for the greater good what needless to say he was convicted (laughs) of all 13 murders and he is actually still on death row really yes he has been um denied parole 10 times since 1980 wow that's insane what was his name herbert mullen Huh. That's crazy. (laughs) And so that's the story of Mr. Mullen and his 13 victims. Wow. What do you have for us, Liz? So, as I said, my story is also from October 13th, 1972. When there was nothing on TV. Which is also my friend's birthday that I just brought up. How weird! I literally just said at the beginning that my best friend from high school's name or birthdays I was on is oh yeah on October thirteenth thirteenth 
everything's just falling into place. <laughs> okay, so on Friday, October 13th, 1972, Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 crashed on a glacier at an elevation of 3,570 meters or 11,710 feet. There were 45 people on board. 19 of them were members of a rugby team and also their family, supporters, and friends. Um, They were headed to Santiago, Chile. The co-pilot apparently was inexperienced and believed that, that they had already reached their destination, even though the instruments were telling him otherwise. So he turned the plane, and he turned the plane right into the mountain. Oh my gosh. 28 of them uh, survived the initial crash, and others quickly died from their injuries and the cold. Mm -mm. Um, 10 days after the crash, the remaining survivors learned that the search for them had been canceled or called off because they had a transistor radio where they were kind of like listening listening to all the news. Oh my god. Yep. Can you you imagine? No. (laughs) I, I, uh... Lissu! No, I'm not laughing at that. It's because in my notes I wrote, after that I wrote, I wrote, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they were faced with a hard decision. They agreed amongst themselves that as they died, because they knew like it was inevitable, the others would consume their bodies in order to stay alive. This is a pact that they all made amongst themselves. What the hell? Yeah, so... To stay alive, they proceeded to consume the bodies of those who were unfortunate enough to succumb succumb to the elements. 17 days after the crash, an avalanche killed eight more of the people. Two of them decided to venture out and search for help. So keep in mind that they're at an elevation of 11,000 feet. Right. And they don't have, you know, like equipment. Climbing, gre- climbing or anything, gear. But... Ten days uh, after they ventured out, they were able to find somebody to help them. Oh and so, God. yeah, so 72, uh, 72 days after that initial crash, 16 people were finally rescued. <gasps> 72 days? 72 days after the initial crash. That's way too long. That's insane. That's like more than two months. I know. I don't even know what I was doing more than two months ago. The heck? That's that's crazy. It sounds like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Chin- oh my gosh. So, um, they <clears throat> decided to keep it to themselves, like what what had happened. <gasps> but apparently they To themselves. They were only gonna share it with like their their family and oh, stuff. Oh, they had eaten people. Right, because they didn't want anybody to know. I mean that's terrible. They didn't want they didn't know oh. what their reaction was going to be. Yeah. But somehow, like, some... Um, Journalists. Yes. Some newspapers got wind of it somehow. And one day, a picture of a half-eaten leg made the front pages. And so people started, like, 
condemning them yes for the acts that they had committed like how could they have done this but um so then they finally came out and they explained like you know no this was something that we all decided that we were gonna do yeah we made a pact that you know oh we gosh. we had to survive if they they didn't survive we had to survive and so after they came forward i guess like they just looked so sincere that everybody was kind of like fuck sorry so they went from being kind of outcasted for that to everybody understanding them and just like wow what a horrific thing that they had to um go through yeah no shit um there's a, a little bit more detail than that so if you guys want to go down that little rabbit hole i definitely recommend reading because they have a little bit more documented about their days how they pass their days and stuff but. wow and so that has been coined the andes flight disaster and there's actually a movie that came out and I feel, a movie? I feel like it's called Alive or something. Oh, okay. But um, that is my story. And that happened on October 13th. Wow. wow. That's crazy. That's a lot. A- anybody down for some tacos <laughs> now? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we like to do a little segment on our podcast called Scared to Talk About It. And uh, today's special guest, Nell, has a story for us. So if you're ready to hashtag share the scare, please wait, everybody, while Jane makes herself comfortable. I'm so sorry. (laughs) My sock came off, too. (laughs) Take it away, Nell. Thanks, Liz. Um, so my story today is something that I, as a role, have not really shared with people just because I like to block it out. <laughs> and there was an episode of the podcast that you guys sort of talked about, like, a story. I think it was a European story that was told to little kids so that they wouldn't, like, not tell their parents where they were basically uh yes the story of the devil that tries to take the farmer's daughter yes well this is not like that but just (laughs) in the sense that i was not where i was supposed to be i basically lied about where i was supposed to be but i was like 21 or so 20 (laughs) but this was last Uh, week (laughs) so basically i was on a Uh, I'm independent. I'm just going to go do what I want to do. And so a friend had invited me to go watch a movie at his home. And I was actually under the impression that there was going to be, like, you know, people there. Mom, dad, siblings, what have you. But actually, there was nobody there. And I made the decision that it was going to be fine because I had known this person for quite a while, at least five years or so i got to the house and it was really dark in there and i was kind of like can you like turn on some lights (laughs) um but he was like no because we're gonna use the projector so i was like oh okay well (laughs) he he went and turned on the light in the kitchen so i was like okay well it was one of those small houses where you and this is important because it'll makes it'll make a, a basically a big step if you will towards the end of the story so you had to walk into the house 
and step down into the living room, if you guys know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and then step up again once you cross the living room into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bedrooms are to the right. So he was like, well, what movie do you want to watch? And I was like, well, I'm pretty much down for anything. And he's like, he's like, what scary movie do you recommend? At the time, I couldn't really think of anything besides The Sixth Sense. Because once I mentioned it, he said, oh, I've never seen that. Is that when the kid says, I see dead people? And I said, Mm -hmm. yeah, it is. (laughs) So we watched the entire thing. But part of the way through, he kept teasing me that there was something in the hallway because it was completely dark. He kept saying, do you see it? Do you see it? And I'm like, I was like, you need to stop, like, Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me because I could actually kind of see something like Mm. like a vague form, like more black than you know a typical shadow. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I was getting a little freaked out by that because he was like, "Do you see it? Oh, they're here now!" And I'm like, "You need to stop because Mm. you're really freaking me out." I'm like, and we're about to come to the best part of the movie. And the best part of the movie for me is when they're sitting in traffic and, like, the, the lady who's, like, been killed in the accident uh-uh. comes up t- uh-uh. <laughs> comes up to the window. And at that moment, I actually heard something. And so I asked him, I said, are we alone? And he's like... Yeah, we we've been we've been alone the whole time. I'm like, I thought somebody was here because the light in the kitchen turned on and off. And he's like, he's like, I told you there, I told you it was starting. I'm like, what do you mean by starting? And at this point, I was like, okay, I'll just chill. He's <laughs> playing with you. It's gonna be fine. And so there's only about twenty minutes left of the movie. So the movie ends and. I get up and I say, yeah, it was like cool or whatever to hang out. And I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Thank like, you so much. You're like a cool person, but like, I got to go. And we stepped up onto the entryway and a f- there was, you know, Hispanic people love to put pictures on a, like a table in the front when you walk oh, in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One of those picture frames came flying off the table and hit me on the wall just behind me. And I screamed. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not fine. I'm like, it's not fine. And I try to grab the door because I was about to leave. And two more picture frames came flying off. And, and crashed to the floor, and I flung open the door, and I ran to the car. What the crap? And he came out, and he was, like, he came out, and he was running after me, and he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. It is literally and I'm not like, fine. No, I'm like, it's not fine. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, you know about this area. You know it's, like, haunted here. He's like, it doesn't bother me anymore. I just, I'm like, it doesn't bother you that you have, like, a poltergeist in your house and literally was throwing picture frames at me. And I was so out of breath, and I was just like, I gotta go. <laughs> I really, really have to go. And I got into the car, and I locked um, my the, my doors. And I was like, I will never 
like casually lie about where I am ever again. And fun fact, these houses, these townhouses are actually in conjunction with the Elif Cemetery. <gasps> the Elif Cemetery. You guys Hell remember no. when we talked about the Elif Cemetery in our episode about cemeteries. And this is how when Netflix and chill goes wrong. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yes. Yes. What the crap? Yes. Yes. And I, I've tried to forget about it. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell anyone because I wasn't supposed to be there. Um, now I'm triggered. <laughs> and now I'm triggered. But um, I remember the following day. He messaged me on Facebook. He's like, can we talk about what happened? I was like, absolutely not. Can we talk about how I'm about to block you? Yeah, and I and I, I did. I, I never talked to him again. <laughs> I Jenna. never did. I was, he was in haunted. It was his apartment or his townhouse. His townhouse was super haunted. Not only oh was there God. like possibly like a figure or some type of spirit like hanging out in the hallway because i could see something mm-hmm. and like i'm like you're playing but like i could also like see it like you could see something hanging out there Whoa. and then to have not one not even two but three picture frames came flying off that table i'm i've never i was and like this three? this this is it in three in three nope and I, and I turned around, I, I flung myself around, and I was like, there really isn't anybody here, and, and it's not like he could have rigged something to just scare me, like, they really came flying off the table like that. Wow. Oh my god. First hand poltergeist experience. Wow. Hashtag Aleaf poltergeist. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, and we have never heard that story, guys. Wow. That's what you get for being a little... A pretty little liar. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, she never lied about her words again. <laughs> Lest you succumb to the wrath of a poltergeist. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. That was a good story. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, no problem. Please join us on our next uh, podcast, When Netflix and Chill Goes Wrong. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on our podcast and scaring us and our listeners. We appreciate that. For sure. <laughs> we hope you have a great a more taco-filled other. birthday. Yeah. We'll post some pics, guys, from on Tuesday from our taco birthday. So what um what has been your favorite episode of our of your sister's podcast? I think my favorite episode was when our aunt guest starred. And it was a story about the woman in, like, 50s clothing yeah. on the side of the road. <laughs> that has, is, has stuck with me. And on top of that, like, I actually work in a very country area. And I have to drive down little roads, like, by myself sometimes to bypass the traffic. And I'm always scared that i'm just gonna see something out there because it's such an old land but Mm -hmm. it it sticks with me every time so that was just such a fun scary episode it just stays with me Mm -hmm. oh we miss you josie yeah yeah um actually since we were talking about or since you were talking about um the sixth sense that is actually the movie that first introduced our little brother to fear and no, let's tell but them the I, story about how the garage door opened, <laughs> and then let's really talk about fear. 
my god, that was so funny. Again, I was sick. Yes, you were sick. Another movie that I actually just want to put out there with the number 13 is 13 Ghosts. Oh, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. With Matthew you guys, Lillard, if Matthew you're listening, Lillard. I love you so much. And Tony Schwab. Um, <laughs> it's such a good movie, and it you know it has like thirteen ghosts, um, and they're all different, mm-hmm. and you get to meet all of them in this sort of glass house that's mm-hmm. has like sort of a beating heart, and it, but it's like a mechanism mm-hmm. um, for like these actually like trapped spirits mm-hmm. is what it is. They all have like their part to play in the uh-huh. the mechanism. Yes, yes. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. And it came out, fun fact, on October 26, 2001, which is a Friday the 13th. So that's also fun. But I really like that movie. If you're interested, I definitely recommend it. It, it came out October 26, which is a Friday the 13th? October 26, 2001 was a Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news, everybody. Fake news. (laughs) I meant that it was a Friday. Oh, it came out on a Friday. What were we talking about? A Friday the (laughs) twenty (laughs) sixth. Erase that whole thing. (laughs) No, that's the that's the brilliance of podcasting. (laughs) I meant that it came out on Friday. So we just want to wish our sis a very happy birthday. I hope you keep enjoying your birthday and. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I sure, can't, no can't wait till you come again. Yeah, I got some more stories that probably shouldn't have happened, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> the secret life of now. <laughs> yeah. um, but if you haven't followed us yet on social media, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos, the letter N Tales podcast. We're also on Twitter at Tacos in N Tales. And um, also, if you haven't, please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes and give us a five-star rating or whatever rating you feel like giving us. Um, (laughs) We really appreciate that. That'll really help to bump us up in the um, iTunes charts. (coughs) Sorry. And uh, do you have anything else to add, Jane? Uh, no, I just want to send some love and good vibes to our friends on the Never Eat Soggy West Coast. Oh, um, yeah. I saw that a couple of podcasts that we follow, podcasters that we follow, have been affected by the fire. So we definitely want to uh, send some love and, Lord, some prayers. I don't even know what to say, but i um, hoping everybody is safe and secure and with your families. And we love you guys. Yep, and keep eating tacos, keep listening to Tacos and Tales, and have a great Taco Tuesday. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.